0: Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of Empathy's Badass. (laughs) I'm so sorry. (laughs) This is Empathy is Badass, where you don't have to be an ass to be a badass. My name is Alyssa. My mission is to help my fellow humans harness the power of empathy, compassion, and kindness. After a long series of unfortunate events in my teens and 20s, I had an epiphany. Being negative and unhappy was a huge waste of my life. I felt trapped in a mindset that no longer served me and I wanted out. So, I got uncomfortable, vulnerable, and questioned everything I thought I knew. I confronted my past and focused on my present. I tried, I failed, I learned, I healed, I forgave myself and others, and I found my way out. I found true, unconditional happiness at rock bottom, and I haven't looked back since. I realized I was never being punished, I was being prepared for a time in my life when I would look back and be amazed with how far I had come. Turn your pain into power and embrace your most authentic and badass self. We'll talk about how to heal, grow, and let the bullshit go. There is no secret sauce that will transform your mindset or your life overnight, but listening to this podcast might help just a little bit. Be patient with yourself, trust in the process, and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss our next episode. Thank you so much for supporting the show and listening. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for, the episode. Hello, friends. I am so excited to be here. It is Monday today and I got a flip phone yesterday and I knew that I wanted to talk about this flip phone and it has really nothing to do with this episode but I just have to talk about this flip phone. First of all, his name is Flippy. He has two googly eyes because it makes me laugh and that's what matters in life. Third of all, it is the best $20 I have spent in a very long time. Let me tell you why. A, it's a brand new phone number. I haven't had a brand new phone number since sixth grade. I'm pretty much off the grid, except I'm on the grid because it has internet if I need it. I also felt like I wanted something that I could bring out into the world with me if I really wanted to leave social media and the internet and all of those things at home. And so when I got this track phone, the plan that I got is only minutes and texting. So I couldn't even get on the internet if I wanted to, unless I have Wi-Fi, but it's not really the point because I'm taking this phone out with me. But... My favorite part by far of this track phone is that it's a flip phone and I can use T9 again. So back in the day, I back in the day, you know, 2000 roughly like 10-ish, 2007 to 10-ish, I had my very first phone and it was a chocolate slide. And so, you know, I don't know if you've ever seen a chocolate slide, but it slid obviously and then had a, like, a regular phone keyboard as opposed to being a flip phone. And then I had those phones that you flipped them like seven different ways and there was a keyboard every single way you flipped it. But I never had a flip phone. And there's just something so sassy and so satisfying about flipping the phone closed on someone. Even if you're not mad at them, it's just the sass involved. And did I mention it's a Nokia, which means that I could throw this thing into a brick wall and it would bounce back and break my face. So I'm so excited about it. I have a total of four numbers in it right now and I probably will not put many more because it's literally just meant to be like a safety basic point of communication that I can take out and avoid seeing social media. So anyway, I just kind of wanted to share that because again, $20 for the phone and I think the plan was $15 and I don't have to renew it. I don't have to do it every month if I don't feel like it, but I just, I love it and I feel free. So, to the actual point of <laughs> this episode, I really wanted to talk today about the power of forgiveness because it's something that took me a really, really long time to kind of figure out and learn. I was definitely someone that used to hold a lot of grudges and just hold a lot of anger in towards situations instead of kind of like facing it head on and, and seeing it for what it was. And so I just kind of wanted to share with you guys how I found power and forgiveness and how much it's kind of changed my life for the better and I just kind of want to tell you about all of the ways that can help you and all of the ways that not finding forgiveness can really hurt you and hold you back in life. So stick with me. I'm going to try to keep it brief because I know that everybody's time is super important and valuable and I hope that you find some good in this episode today. So let's get started. So what is forgiveness? I feel like a lot of the time when the word forgiveness is thrown around, a lot of people might think that it means that the slate is just wiped clean. And I think that for some people and for some situations, maybe the slate can be wiped clean and maybe, you know, we can truly kind of forget and move on from things that have happened. But I don't necessarily think that that's always the case. Sometimes if someone hurts you in a way that is so deep and so intrinsic to kind of the way that your life unfolds just because of the things that they have put you through, it's really almost impossible, at least in my perspective to completely forget those things unless your brain is literally blocking them out as a trauma response. And so when we talk about forgiveness, I think it's really important to understand that it does not mean to forget that something has happened. It also doesn't mean that the actions of the person that hurt you are excusable or justifiable or that they weren't wrong when we speak about forgiveness, it doesn't have to be for the other person. Yes, you are finding forgiveness for someone and you're choosing to let go of that resentment that you have, but it doesn't have to be for them. It can be for you. And so what I wanted to share with you all is kind of the tools and tips and things that I've picked up over the years just from kind of personal learning and knowledge and the ways that I have been able to separate how I'm feeling about a situation and the reaction that I want to have towards the situation. Because for me, that's where I was able to find my power in forgiveness is realizing that I was doing it for me And when everything else is outside of my control and when people that I thought were giving me stability and that I could depend on, when that kind of goes away and they throw me for a loop and I can be left in this place of confusion and misunderstanding and everything is just so out of control, the only thing that I can control in any of those situations is my perspective and my reaction to what is going on. And trust me when I say that my ability to control my reaction to situations has taken years, if not like a decade of time for me to really feel like I am in control of my reaction and that things aren't happening to me. Life is just happening and I am in control of what I do with that. And so I don't want you to think that I'm going to give you this magic answer, this psychology trick that's going to somehow help you just be able to harness all of these things all of a sudden. It takes work and it takes commitment and sometimes it can take being really uncomfortable because sometimes you really have to face head on not only what the other person did and how they hurt you, but how it's making you feel. And if it's bringing up other things that have happened to you that made you feel a certain way. And so this is not something that you can just find and do without kind of going a little bit deeper within yourself. So I just kind of wanted to preface with that because none of the work that you do with growth and healing and breaking generational trauma, none of it is going to be easy because it's like open wounds that you've been carrying around your whole life. They've been festering and maybe you haven't known how to deal with them and you've been using coping mechanisms and that's totally normal. I mean, that's why we live in a world where people are you know, reaching out for attention on social media and just so longing for this human connection is because when we let things just fester and fester and fester... It creates this culture of everyone being out to get each other all the time and everyone always competing with each other because when people walk around holding resentment in their heart and misery and anger, that is the energy that they put out into the world because it's true what they say that misery loves company and people who are really angry inside, sometimes they want other people to be angry too because it makes them feel less abnormal, and it sometimes can almost help them justify their negative actions when they see someone else reacting the same way. And this was me in high school. I mean, I was an angry teenager. My friends were dying. I was doing drugs. I was drinking. Like, I was the picture of the punk rock kid in the movie who was just always up to no good, but that didn't ever mean anything by it. I was just trying to find a way to heal. I was never in it to hurt anyone intentionally, but when you have this attitude of, oh, life is so hard and bad things are happening to me all the time and everyone is out to get me and everything sucks, which can be a very normal (laughs) attitude of some teenagers to have, when you carry that energy around, you just feel like everyone is out to get you, and you're angry all the time, and I was holding grudges, and I was, there was a girl specifically that I, I need to reach out to her soon because she's really been on my mind, and ever since I've kind of really like went to work on myself and tried to figure out why I was holding all of this anger. I just keep thinking of her because it was all over a boy, just a, a silly boy who means nothing to me now. And I just remember some of the things we said to each other and I, I'm sure and I know that it was me egging it on and I just really didn't realize until a few years ago where all of that anger was coming from. I for the longest time I just I truly had the victim mentality of life is happening to me and everyone is hurting me all the time and I never wanted to forgive anyone because I felt like if I forgave them, I was being foolish or they won or I was being taken advantage of or I looked stupid. And I truly thought that by not forgiving these people and having this anger towards them and this resentment that I was protecting myself. And I thought that I was helping myself by kind of putting up this wall and this super tough persona. Like, I used to dress in like black and gray and like super dark eyeliner. Like, talk about emo central. And like, don't get me wrong. Like, once an emo, always an emo, definitely like a little bit of an elder emo, but I'm just so happy now because when you find forgiveness, it's like this weight that has been on your chest and just in your life for all of those years of just holding these things in is finally lifted. And a metaphor that is one of my favorites that I always kind of think of when it comes to this is the rocks in your backpack theory and I think this is pretty popular so you might have heard of it before but basically this metaphor goes is that every time someone hurts you or something bad or hard or sad happens in your life you pick up a rock and you have a backpack on and you know slowly but surely as these things are happening you're putting the rocks in your backpack and your backpack, it it gets a little heavier each time, but you know that you have to keep going. And yeah, you feel that weight, but you know, it's life. And so you just have to keep moving and keep going along the path. But eventually what happens is that that backpack becomes so full. Rocks are starting to spill out. Your zipper won't close anymore. You're literally carrying yourself on the ground, just pulling yourself by your elbows because the weight of those rocks in your backpack has become too heavy. You literally can't carry it around anymore. But the problem with these rocks is that you can't just take them out and throw them out and expect them to go away. Because these rocks, they've become a part of who you are. They've become a part of the way that you operate and the way that you work you're so used to carrying around the weight of that backpack and the weight of all of those rocks that you've learned to function differently because of it. Your walk has changed, your attitude has changed, your perspective and your energy levels have changed because you're so used to carrying around that weight. So if you tried to just dump all of those rocks out of your backpack all at the same time, your body would be sent into such a shock that it literally couldn't function because it's something that it's so not used to and it's become so accustomed to carrying it around. So how do we get rid of those rocks when life has seemingly been happening to us for all these years and we get to a point when we feel it spilling over and we're dumping our drama on people and strangers and you meet someone for the first time and you tell them about all these things <laughs> that happened in your childhood like trust me, I've been there and it is so uncomfortable. I started a job probably about a year ago when I was kind of in the thick of my healing process. And I had just recently started dating my current boyfriend who is amazing and has helped me so much on this process. But I was like in the thick of it, man, discovering all of these things and trying to heal and grow. And I started this job, and we were, you know, going around a circle saying things about ourselves. And when it came to me, like, keep in mind, I had maybe met these people two times, and they all said something about their families and what they like to do. And when it was my turn, I said, "Hi, my name's Alyssa. Um, we just moved here recently, and I lived in Colorado before that. And then before that, I lived in St. Louis, where my apartment was broken into, and..." you know, it really messed me up, and I have a lot of issues, and I'm afraid of men, and like, boy, I just sent it. I sent it with the trauma, and I just went and went and went, and then when I finally realized what I had done, and it was like, I came to, and I looked around, and I was like, oh my god, I cannot come back from that. That's it. Like, (laughs) I can't come back from that. I, like, these poor people don't know me, and I, that was like one of the first moments that I realized that I have just been holding on to so much stuff because I didn't know what to do with it. I just, it was easier for me to carry all of these things around than it was to really dive into them and figure out what was going on. And so slowly but surely, as I started to take out each one of my rocks and really look at it and think about how did this rock get here? How do I feel about this rock? How has this rock affected the way I feel about other rocks? I We're getting a little abstract here, but <laughs> try to stay with me. One by one, as I started getting to the bottom of these rocks, so to speak, and understanding the effect that they had had on me, I was able to accept these rocks for what they were and understand that, you know, these these things in life, they didn't happen to me. I wasn't just being punished I wasn't a bad person and life wasn't out to get me the world was just trying to show me something the you know the universe as I call it was trying to guide me on this path and while I think that that path can change all of the time and your life can change anytime you want it to I started to realize that I could find strength in all of these experiences and I could find perspective from all of these experiences and that when I started to find the strength and the perspective and the experience itself, I was also able to find enough strength to forgive the person or people that have caused these situations to kind of unfold and the reason that I find this so powerful is because when you're able to find empathy for a person that has hurt you and in your head, think about what could have happened to them for them to react the way that they did or treat me the way that they did. And I know that that can be really hard because when people hurt you in ways that you feel like you can't come back from or that affect you know, the duration of your life, it can be so hard to try to find empathy for those people because sometimes what they're doing or what they've done can be so, so bad and, you know, unforgivable in certain ways that it feels like there's there's no place to find empathy for them at all. But What I've realized is that if you are able to find even the smallest ounce of empathy for them and think to yourself, you know, maybe someone really hurt them in their childhood or maybe their parents never showed them love or maybe their home life when they were growing up was really bad. And the reason that I keep referring to their childhood is because for me, when I think about someone as a child, anyone as a child, you see someone who is defenseless someone who is very impressionable by their environment and their surroundings and it's really hard to stand up for yourself as a child you don't have any money you don't have a car where are you supposed to go and so when I'm able to think of these people that have hurt me as a child something about that helps me find empathy for them because when something happens to someone as a child it's just so out of their control And as you grow and as you learn, yes, it is your responsibility and your choice to grow and change the things that are negative that you've learned and, you know, to become a better person. But sometimes if that is the only environment you've ever known, whether or not it's right, you might genuinely feel like it's the only way to exist if you've never been shown anything differently. And that's kind of another perspective that I take in finding forgiveness and empathy towards people that have hurt me is that, you know, what if I am truly one of the first people to show them empathy and to show them compassion? And despite the pain and hurt that they have caused me, what if my strength and my power and my ability to control my reactions and continue to show them empathy what if that's the little tiny ray of sunshine and hope that they need to change their own mentality and let me clarify that by saying that this is not possible for everyone You cannot change people who do not want to be changed. You cannot help people who do not want the help and you cannot fix people. So yes, while some people want and have the ability to and will be open to changing for the better, that's not true of everyone and that's something that you just have to accept as their reality You know, whether it be a psychological condition or a mental issue or just this deeply rooted trauma, there are some situations where love and compassion and empathy and kindness from you is just not going to be enough. But what is the positive side of that is that if you're still showing them that, then you are doing what's best for yourself. It's not about someone winning It's not about someone being better than someone else or someone being the bigger person. For me, it's because when I am able to forgive that person that has hurt me, I'm free. I don't have to hold on to that anymore. I'm able to let it go and realize that life happens and it's going to keep happening and good things are going to happen to me too. But not if I keep this perspective that bad things and bad people come to me and continue to come into my life. Because the law of attraction is real, people. Like, if you are saying in your head or even out loud, my life sucks, I only attract bad guys and bad people and my friends are the worst and no one loves me and everyone hates me, that's how you're gonna feel and that's the energy that you're gonna put out for other people. And so, yes, like, you might attract negative people for the first, like, 75% of my adult life, I was attracting boyfriends and sometimes even friends that reflected the experiences that I had growing up because I just, I didn't know better sometimes. And sometimes even if I did know better, it was so comfortable to be around that sort of environment. Even if it's not a positive environment, there was something comfortable about it because it's what I already knew. And so that was a part of the process as well as realizing that I deserved more, I deserved better in terms of not having to carry around the weight of other people. And that's really what I want to emphasize here is that when we forgive people that have hurt us, we're not doing that so that their life can be easier. We're not doing that so what they've done is excusable because it's not. We're doing that for our own benefit so we don't have to carry around that weight too because the person that hurt us, they're carrying around so many of those rocks in their backpack that they're spilling over too. Their anger rocks, their misery rocks, their life is always happening to me rocks they're spilling those all over the place. And if we are feeding into that and having that same resentment towards them, it's like we're just picking up all of the rocks that they're dropping and throwing them in our backpack and carrying around their weight. So why in the world would we do that when that person has already taken so much from us, when that person has already caused so much pain? We have the choice Instead of picking up those same rocks, to look at this person and say, I feel so sorry for you that your life is so sad and miserable and that you have been hurt so much that you are now choosing to hurt me. And don't get me wrong, like, you never have to look at someone in the face and verbalize that to them. For me, that is not really ever something that I've done. And I don't know if it would help give me closure, but for right now, just knowing in my own heart that I've forgiven them is enough for me. I don't need them to know because it's not for them. It's for me to feel lighter and more joyful and so I don't have to carry around their weight. And so that's what I mean by this power of forgiveness is that you hold that power because when you realize that you're able to take a step back from a situation before you react to it and life is inevitable like we are going to get hurt life is suffering life is joy and life is bliss and life is all of those things too but none of those things come without suffering because if you don't see how bad things can be, it's hard to appreciate things when they're at their best because perspective and wisdom and all of those wonderful things, you can find those in this suffering if you're looking for it. You can find it in the pain, but you have to be looking for it. You can't just accept that life sucks and bad things happen and that, you know, there's, you got nothing from it and it was just a terrible thing that happened to you. Every terrible thing, every hard thing, every sad thing that happens to you is just an opportunity for you to get a new perspective and to grow your mindset and your mental strength and stamina. And it makes you so powerful. It's a great tool, whether it be in your personal life or your career, because if you're truly able not to just let things roll off your shoulders, I kind of hate that expression because it, it makes you sound like you're a doormat, right? Like that people can just walk all over you and you're just going to like rub your dust off and go back about life. I don't like that mentality because it doesn't make me feel strong and resilient. I like the idea of me having the power to decide that I'm not going to let that person's action define me or any time period in my life. I'm going to use it to become stronger and to help other people and to change the mindset of others from these experiences and from what I've learned and help them understand that you hurting and hating and having anger towards other people is only hurting yourself At the end of the day, that person, I'm sure, has so much hatred for themselves or for others. They're just so filled with it already. Your hatred towards them is not only draining your energy and your resources, but it's probably not really affecting them. And if it is, if they know that their actions are wrong and it is affecting them and they do think about it, then that's great because that means that maybe they do have the potential to change and grow from their actions and not be that person anymore. But that is not your responsibility. When someone else hurts you, it is not your responsibility to get their mindset to shift, especially when it comes to parents or family members. Yes, they are your family and yes, that it, it just is a very sticky situation, but it does not mean that when they hurt you, you are responsible or in charge of getting them to see the light because again, at the end of the day, in order for someone to change, they have to want the change and they have to believe that it's possible and they have to want to to have a better life and be a better person and be more kind to people and so just remember that forgiveness and empathy is for you and that you have no responsibility to the person that hurt you it doesn't matter who they are it doesn't matter if it's your dad if it's your cousin your brother your boyfriend your grandma It doesn't matter who they are. If it is an adult person who has the conscious ability to control their own actions and choices, then they are the ones that are responsible for changing their perspective and their life. You cannot bring everyone to see the light. You can tell them what you know. You can try to. You can show them all of the power behind your empathy and your compassion. And you can lead by example. But you cannot force people to change. You cannot fix people. So please remember that. That when you're finding empathy, when you're finding forgiveness, it's just for you. It's so you can live with a lighter soul and leave room for all of the joy and happiness and bliss and just beautiful things that life has to offer. So I know that that got a little bit soapboxy in there. But this is something I'm so passionate about because I spent a huge part of my life feeling indebted to people that had hurt me, feeling like if I just stuck around a little longer, that maybe I could get them to change or that if I held resentment towards them, it would stop me from getting hurt again. But unfortunately, those things just aren't true. And again, I can control me, my reaction, my perspective and my own growth and well-being, But I can't control other people. I can try, but I'm probably going to be let down when that person does what people do and makes a choice that maybe isn't the choice that I would have made or have wanted them to make. So I want to leave you with a quote by, of course, Martin Luther King Jr. Because when I think of someone who was so for love and uniting people and getting people to have empathy for each other, he's always one of the first people that comes to my mind. And this is a really well-known quote, so you might already know it, but I just thought it was really fitting. Returning hate for hate multiplies hate, adding deeper darkness to a night already devoid of stars. Darkness cannot drive out darkness, only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate, only love can do that. So I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. I hope that this has given you at least a little bit of perspective to take with you next time you feel hurt or next time you're thinking about someone that has hurt you. Just remember that there is already so much darkness in the world and there is so much negativity and hatred from person to person and What we can do to combat that is to be the light, to be the love, to be the hope, to have empathy and compassion. And just remember that having empathy and finding forgiveness does not mean that you're going to allow people to walk all over you. It simply means that you are consciously making an effort to free yourself of those negative feelings. And you are still allowed to establish boundaries. You are still allowed to not talk to people that hurt you. You can cut people off if you need to, if that's what's best for your healing. You can find forgiveness completely separate from someone and they never have to know. I so appreciate you guys for listening and I really hope that you're able to find empathy and compassion and forgiveness for someone that has hurt you. Maybe you haven't thought about it in a while, but maybe today's the day. Maybe today's the day that you let that weight go and move on to a life where that thing is no longer a part of the weight that you carry. So this has been Alyssa on another episode of Empathy is Badass. Be sure to subscribe if you liked this episode and please leave me a comment if any of this resonated with you or if you have anything that you'd like me to talk about. Thank you all so much I love you so much for listening I hope that you have a beautiful beautiful day and you feel lots of joy and do whatever floats your go this week everybody your life matters you are loved and someday your story might change someone else's life for the better thanks everybody